everybody. Will Alexander here from Dog Show Drive. Uh, this is our second week off, and uh, you're going to sit back and enjoy a, a memory, a, a broadcast from the past. Thanks to Doc. Take care, guys. See you next week. And welcome to the 75th episode of the Dog Show Drive with Wayne and Will. I'm Wayne Kavanaugh. 75? I thought we've done like six or seven, maybe. That's crazy. I'm Will Alexander. Yes, you are, Will. My yeah. mother must be exhausted watching seven, <laughs> listening to 75 of our episodes. <laughs> That's true. I'll bet there's someone out there who's listening to all 75. Uh, yeah, your mother. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're going to talk today about the wonderful Royal Winter Fair shows. That's Old York and Credit Valley Kennel Clubs in Toronto. We'll have a wonderful time there. Also, the big one, the big W, Westminster, coming up this Spring, well, spring or summer in May, all that and more. Oh, 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 old man ailments. We yeah, got a bit of that going on. All that on your eye. All right, all that and more right here on the dog show drive. I'm born to run down rocky cliffs. Give me grace, bury my sins, shattered glass. have a busy day ahead we are recording early this morning because we have a long list of things to do some of yeah. which are important some of which are not how are you bud i'm exhausted man <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. feel the energy already you can yeah. feel it in the room i had um, six days at the royal winter fair because the first three shows were at the royal winter fair i was there helping set up and then i i showed on the weekend then our club was this week and there were just small shows. We didn't get the entry we wanted, but it was the first year, so we're hoping it'll grow. But uh, it was still exhausting. Like you still have, like in that building was cattle, horses, goats. <laughs> it was it was insane. It was fun. Like I loved going there, and I loved going and watching the heifer judging. That was so much fun. I tried to get one of the judges to talk for a while. Like he was too busy, but because uh, mm. they they have to. Uh, critique everything they do yeah so it's so much fun while listening to them talk about judging and all i could think of was miss mrs clark used to always say you know you had to have that the cattle judging handbook and blah blah and i tried to find one there hoping there was one there but it was so much fun listening to this guy just describe his winners annie and i went to um we were in california we had this happened twice when we were judging out there we went to a horse show together and um, man, it was really fun to watch horses with her. There was something else with us too, and I can't remember. It might have been Ann Stevenson, but we had so much fun uh, trying to explain to each other what we're seeing, what we would do, and we'd be in the ribbons most of the time. I mean, it's not yeah. 
rocket science. I wouldn't want to do, I wouldn't want to have to speak after because I don't, you know, we've had a hard time articulating what we like, but you can see balance and you can see balance. It was great fun. I'm judging today and I hope I don't get any heifers. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you don't either. Now tell me about this Royal Fair because the photos look spectacular. Oh, you know, it was wonderful. Royal Winter Fair is the largest agricultural fair in Canada. And it happens every year this time of year. And this the dogs who hadn't been there for almost 25 years. Wow. So we we pulled some strings and tried to get it going this year. And they were really accommodating. They gave us a great area. Um, the grooming was a little tight, but as it worked out this year, because our entry was not what we wanted, it's uh it it worked out, worked out well. And everybody I went there for setup, and you know how you worry because you, you look at this spot, and you think, "Oh my God, I can't get them all in there." But once we started lining up crates, tables, crates, tables, crates, tables, and everybody was very accommodating. If there was times we had to stack, they stacked. It was it worked out really well. Everybody got along very well. I think a lot of bugs we have to iron out. There's um, like parking issues, and and uh, I'm hoping. That, that, that this year alleviated a lot of fears people had with, with coming downtown to a dog show again. The hotels yeah. were expensive, but yeah, that's to be expected being downtown any big city. Is it downtown Toronto? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so but this is a thing that used to go on in the past, right? Well, 25 years ago, Mike Macbeth set up the Royal Winter Fair dog shows, and it was a, yeah. a set of shows, and it was it was highly advertised and there was lots of prize money and they got a very good entry peter came up showed dogs like we had, we had, we had people all over but i think i can't remember i don't want to say it for sure but i want to say it was like five ten thousand dollars best show prize wow. so people came before that we didn't have a show at the royal but we had dog shows at the sportsman show in march which is the same atmosphere right and, and the same site basically um and we used to have those were those were we had everybody at those shows. That's where I, when I was a little kid. I got to meet Tommy and Bobby Barlow, Tommy Glassford, Tom, Bobby Barlow, George Ford there. came up. It was, it was amazing. It was Bill Trainer was always there, you know. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, I remember. Didn't wasn't there another set of shows you did where it was also an agricultural fair and there were other things going on, or was that the one I'm talking about? That, that's the Aurora show that probably had that was with the Pet Expo last that's year. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, and um, it's it's coming up in a few weeks, and so it's yeah. it, it'll be a good event to that. Now that's held closer to the airport. It's a little more. Um, the hotels aren't as pricey as downtown Toronto. Right. Hotels are more accessible. There's lots of restaurants by the airport. So it's a good site, and and yeah. that we've had lots of shows at the International Center, so we all know the layout. And yeah. uh, and you call it the Royal Winter Fair. Well, the one we're at this week was the Royal Winter Fair, yeah. Well, and, uh, and see, this is how smart Canadians are, because you wouldn't have it in the real winter, but you can still call it the Winter Fair because it's close enough. Because you don't want to go downtown <laughs> Toronto in February. I mean, that's just, you know, who wants to do that? But I tell you, that the pictures that I saw looked so cool. It just looked organized. It looked pretty. It looked um, interesting. And I can see it bringing in lots of uh spectators that you know oh are, we had lots but it was they have an event there herb williams years ago yeah. remember herb williams oh sure he ran the super dogs which was dogs doing all these tricks and agility and whatnot and he was the ringmaster well he's since retired i've actually found out where he's retired so i'm gonna go visit him actually oh, great um the new ringleader was great he was out there doing his thing and so the, we had to break at 10 30 and 10 30 and 
around two, I think, each day for an hour for super dogs to take over the rings. And everybody's all worried. Oh, my God, it's going to be horrible. They were so slick. It was unbelievable. Like everything went out, came in. It, It was it was they were slick. I've seen it. They were noisy because they get the crowd going, but right, it wasn't. It wasn't the hardship we all envisioned. (laughs) I've seen them twice. uh, Once in Houston, and which was an enormous one, and I'll never forget the height these dogs were jumping. Oh yeah, it was extraordinary. And of course, he was an incredible showman with the white suit. I mean, it was just. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Herb, yeah. What a production. I mean, it was so cool. But hey, at the end of the day, spectators come by and they want to see dogs standing there in the ring, or they don't know what's going on, or they want to see super dog agility, dock jumping. Um, you know, that's really what helps get the spectators in. I remember at International years ago, they had introduced some of those things. I don't think dock jumping was around, maybe, but Agility, obedience, some noisy thing. And, oh, everyone was freaking out about it. was going to ruin the show. It didn't ruin the show, but it brought plenty of spectators in. Yeah. Then they wander through and see the breeds, you know, and they might get interested. But that's how you get people in the sport. Well, it worked out well, too, because we had, we had Ian Lynch commentating during breed, judging and whatnot, and talking about breeds. And so that they started stopping and staying and listening to Ian. So yeah. it, it worked out in our benefit. Um, he did a great job. He no, he's great. no Wayne Cavanaugh, but he probably did. A no, good. He, 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 <laughs> he did. He, I, I told him every day what a great job he was doing. Um, oh, good, good. Yeah, he really oh, he's did. Talented. Yeah, that's terrific. Yeah. It, it was. A, it, 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 we had one scene. We we set it up obviously, but after Elaine Whitney did the the middle day best in show, and after she'd done best in show, Superdogs had approached us earlier about setting up this mock video where she's walking with the ribbon, and as she's about to give it to her winner, the Superdog comes running in, steals the ribbon from her hand, and takes off. Well, it took three takes, no time at all, and it was done. Really? Yes. Oh, that's too cool. She's walking down the line. She goes to the point of this dog and hand the ribbon. This dog comes zipping out from the side, grabs the ribbon out of her hand, and takes off. <laughs> oh, that is too Those yeah. guys are, I'll tell you, that's some team. That yeah. is some team. I watched a fly ball competition on, I don't know, ESPN 92 or whatever the heck they show those things on. And the crowd was so good. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so much fun to watch. And to think the dedication of those people to train, oh. and they were from all over the country. And I think it was in, might have been Lexington or Louisville or somewhere. I could be completely wrong, wherever it was. But there, there was a group, oh, you know who won? A group from BC or somewhere in Canada. I'm going to ruin that. Somewhere in Canada. And it had to be Western Canada because it took them four days to get there. <laughs> and four days to drive back as a group with all their dogs. Very cool stuff. Very cool stuff. Um, so, and then you stewarded too, right? Well, yeah, I stewarded every day because we I just like that. I, I, I enjoy stewarding. No, I, yeah. I, well, I, I, I stewarded for, for me. I bet the judges enjoy having you. Well, they were, I had, I stewarded for Michael Cantalese on the first day. We had a great time. Oh, um, Michael's not only such a good guy, he's funny, isn't he? He is funny. He can, he can <laughs> tell a story. He is, he's, you know, he's a lot of fun and he's very good at giving you hints as an upcoming mm-hmm. judge. He's very good that way. Yeah. I really appreciate it. And uh, Paula Nykiel was there. Paula was yeah. great. 
We had a great Paul. time. Yeah. You know, um, I've known her for so, so long. Um, I guess it would be 1981 or two that she bred uh, her best in show winning bitch to my stud dog, Miles. And that's how we first connected. And that was oh, 40 years ago or so. Yeah. Um, but just a good judge and a good friend. And um, yeah, you had a good panel. You had Michael, you had Paula. Who else did you have? We had um, Leanne Bateman from uh, from uh, Alberta, Carol Graham from Alberta. We had uh, Patty Keenan was there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boy, um, Bob, uh, Bob and Elaine Whitney are both there. They both did a best in show. Um, so it was great. Bob and, Bob and Elaine are, are, they're like Canadian royalty in dog yeah. show world up here. So sure. it was fun having them judge best in show. And she was the judge. Elaine was the judge that handed the ribbon to the, the as the super dog took off. And Bob was in the background. You know, I'm her agent. If she has to do a little more, it's going to cost you. It was, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you know Bob, but Bob, oh, Bob will tell you a story and you, you believe it, you know, but you see the twinkle in his eye and he's not telling the truth. Right. <laughs> That's great. Well, that must it was be fun cool. having Patty there. We wandered around, and we got a, we got a we got Patty and I got a picture taken beside the sign that said "Must be adult supervised at all times." <laughs> <laughs> we had a great time. It was a lot of fun. It was yeah, a lot. Of fun. Patty's so much fun and has such depth of knowledge. As did her mom. You know, it's it's yeah. It's a it's always fun when you get to hang out with people that have been around a while and and. Um, you can learn from it. And there's certain breeds I'll run right up to her and say, what do you think about that? And we talked about a Scotty in California not too long ago. And oh, we had Anna Houston come one day too to help us out because because we needed we had to fill some blanks in because we were, we were worried about entries and whatnot. And so Anna was so nice, she came in and helped us out. So. Oh, that's great fun. Great fun. What else you got coming up? Oh well, I'm I'm home last night. I'm I, I'm leaving today. <laughs> Jeez. Where are you heading today? Um Lindsay. Ontario, which is a great place for a dog show. Yeah. They have great restaurants, good hotels, and it's it's kind of like Canada's Springfield Mass. Mm-hmm. We have we have a bunch of dog shows at that site, and we all know it. And so it's um and I'm gonna it's about two and a half, two hours from here, depending on traffic. Um, but I'll I'm gonna take it easy until after this and then get to work. <laughs> I've got head. I'm judging in a couple of hours. I know. <laughs> got to get out. It's only 20 minutes away from the house, and it's God. It's, it's man. I'm telling you, this group. Uh, Jim Fankhouse usually is the cluster chair, I think, but there's a bunch of others in that club, and I hate to even start because it's there's so many people that put together. This is in May, and it's it's also in November, and. Uh, it's just everything they do is right. They do the besides, they do the besides, um, you know, the uh, tours, uh, behind the scenes kind of tours. They, for, for as spectators, um, they do every kind of health test clinic and training clinic. I believe there's junior showmanship training by some professional handlers going to donate their time and some prizes. They do every little sidebar to make it one big event. And it's just well attended. Um, it's a great, um, it's a great central location. So you get people from all over. You get, we get a lot of Canadian dogs here. coming yeah, down. Sure. It's like really, really fun. I really enjoy it. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I almost went to Kalamazoo from this show. I thought, Oh, I don't want to miss Kalamazoo. I'm going to drive all night and go to Kalamazoo. Well, <laughs> and by the way, this is where we first both laid eyes on Miss Pete at the same time. 
first time I yeah, saw same it. Same time. Yeah. yeah, that was that's yeah that shows great. I have that so was the, great no, what what day? We we saw her in the, her in the in the spring show, didn't we? Yes, yeah, spring, spring show. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the um, Memorial Day weekend, which is a giant weekend here. Hey, by the way, I I read your part too. Well, I didn't read all, but I sped through. It. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a short article. It only takes a minute or two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but really good stuff, Will. Really enjoy it. Really enjoy it. Good stuff. But um, I'm looking forward to the, to the rest of the series. That's the Canine Chronicle. That's William Alexander. Right, right here. Right to you, Canine Chronicle. And the Dog Writers Foundation of the Universe. Okay. All right. I'm going to make you laugh. You don't You're getting care. embarrassed, aren't you, Will? <laughs> She <laughs> shouldn't be. It's great stuff. Really enjoy it. Um, I have a uh, this month. I have a part one and part two coming up. This is in the Canine Chronicle, folks. Um, and then a part two in December, um, which I just finished. Um, kind of trying to bring the too many dog show thing all together and looking at all the side effects, not the main things that are obvious, but side things that happen as a result of you may not think of. So you'll have to read about it because we're done talking about it for at least a week or two. A week by or the so. Way, by the way, <laughs> drum roll. Uh-oh. How many times do you think we've done this, young William? The dog show? The, our podcast? Yeah, that's what we're on right now. You and I, were doing a podcast. You know, six or seven? 75. This we've is done 75 episodes? Fifth episode of the Dog Show Drive. Holy jumpings. My mom must be exhausted. Episode. <laughs> I mean, that's just amazing. It's not that just is. amazing because it's 75. It's amazing because, hey, we live this long, okay? That's extraordinary. But more important, Will, that we stuck to it. Yeah. Because, you know, we're we're rambling souls. You never know. But not when it comes to Tuesday mornings or whatever morning it might be. But it's not Tuesday, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> But thanks to the miracles. 75. Wow. 75. Yeah. Thanks to the miracles of Doc, it's going to roll, I I think, on Thursday, as it always does. So, yeah, pretty amazing, huh? That is amazing. Wow. 75 stories to tell. So, if you want to go back and start at episode one, I don't know how you'll find it. <laughs> it's somewhere called Doc. <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's easily found on any podcast server. Platform. You know? Yeah, platform. <laughs> that's right. And I remember now. Here's what I remember early no. back. You said in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're going to say. We found on <laughs> Castios, whatever you call it up there, Apple, uh, and then you said Sketcher. <laughs> well, maybe they're doing advertising on their shoes for us, <laughs> and they should have got us a sponsorship from Sketcher long ago. <laughs> <laughs> folks, and it's available on any platform, really. Everyone you can think of. So technology equals frozen pizza, Wayne, with me. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, tell your friends and neighbors. Um, anyway, we've got uh kind of a big dog show coming up. Uh soon. yeah. Huh? The I biggest guest. Yeah, we're back in, I guess it's, it's back in New York. Well, see, where exactly is it? I, I, it's I'm in Corona, which is near Queens. Um, it's in New York City, technically. Yeah. Uh, but it's out a bit. It's at the USTA Billie Jean King um, Tennis Center, uh, which is where the U.S. Open is held. 
And, um, you know, there'll be discussion. Of, and this drives me crazy. There'll be discussion about We're it. talking about Westminster, anybody who didn't catch on. So. Did we not say that? Yeah. No, we didn't say I'm sorry. <laughs> We're both tired. <laughs> We're both tired. <laughs> I am in such back pain. I'm not having a judge today. Um, anyway, uh, Westminster's announcement was, you know, we were all waiting. Uh, and I think they just did an amazing. When, when people complain I can't even imagine they've put on a match show in their own backyard. Right. The Herculean effort of finding a venue that is open on short notice, technically. I mean, people, you know, the garden, we just outgrew it and the piers aren't working anymore. And they'd remodel the garden. You would have to have the dogs benched on the food court upstairs that goes around it. I mean, and then go up and down. It just wouldn't work anymore um, because of the way they've reconfigured the garden. On top of that, um, you've got to find a place to let you have a show for a couple of years so it's not changing all the time. And there's so many factors. I mean, it's just like the fact that they found a place, a great place, just blows my mind. It, it, yeah. The work that it takes to get this done is just unbelievable. And anyone you can, anybody who complains, fine, you can complain. But I'm telling you, if you if you had contracts alone, contract negotiations alone, and in New York City, by the way, if uh, if you haven't uh, considered this, there's conventions, organizations, and concerts from all over the world whose dream is to have a dog show, I mean, a conference event. Yeah. anywhere in the New York area, uh, certainly in the city and surroundings. I've been to those grounds quite a bit. When I worked for Schaefer Collin Investment Group on Wall Street, we ran the money for the USTA. So the president of the USTA used to give us his tickets, and we would sit right in the president's box. Now, that was during the day. <laughs> that was not <laughs> during the big matches. He was going to keep those for himself. But we've been there. And, and the way yeah. we got there is we jumped on the train in Grand Central and right straight to it. I, I was also there in 1964 when it was the World Fair. The World's Fair was held in that very venue. Oh, now, wow. they completely knocked it down and changed it. But that was the site for the World's Fair. <clears throat> and my mom, bless her heart, um, found tickets. It was the last day. So they're starting to take some of it apart. But um, I barely remembered. I was, well, 1964. Oh, no, I wasn't even born then. But I guess the thought, she probably brought a picture of me. <laughs> no, I was born. I then. wasn't born then. <laughs> I was born then. And uh, we, I was a little kid and she took me and we had a wonderful time at that. So, but you couldn't get there quite that easy then. Um, there wasn't, there weren't trains as I recall but there wasn't as much traffic either. But um, it's never easy to get to Madison Square Garden and park your box truck and whatever. So the venue itself, I don't know if, for those who haven't been there, there's just not, you, on TV, if you've watched the US Open, you see one big arena with a tennis court in the middle and seating that goes, it's beautiful seating. And it's high up to look straight down so there's no one in front of you. Um, it's really, really nice. Um, the um, people worry about the weather. I get that. Imagine what if we got away with the best luck in the world. Oh, we sure did. But one big downpour, 
at Lyndhurst, and it would have been a disaster. Not and for the grounds themselves too; they would have had to redone the whole thing. But it would have been a disaster. Um, so you say, well, it's an open court, open tennis court arena. No, it's not. That roof closes, just like that where the Dallas Cowboys play. That retractable roof closes. So for TV, for lighting, for weather, that's going to be wonderful. I don't remember. There's many tennis courts with seating, by the way, many arenas. I don't know how it's going to be done. I'm assuming the other courts will be used for the breed uh, competition, I guess. But you won't have to be schlepping between the pier and the garden uh, on that two-hour taxi ride that goes one mile. Um, <laughs> so it's spread out to be some walking. There's no doubt it's a big place. But um, I don't think there's covers on the other arenas, or at least not on all of them, but I'm not certain about that. But I know the main hall does have a, a roof that can, that retracts and expands and um, lets in the sun. So it could really end up being a great place. Um, yeah, so, exciting. Yeah, hats off again to Westminster. I don't know how they pull us all off. It's I know, just, I couldn't imagine. Coming from the show I just came from, I couldn't imagine. It's not even, I can't even, I can't even fathom it. I can't fathom it. So. And you may get more spectators because you can put it Lyndhurst. I don't think there was probably many spectators at Lyndhurst. No, not really. But except for dog people. But um, you can take the train right to it. So you may uh, may bring in some more spectators. Um, you can wander around. It's a nice day outside. It'll be beautiful. So time will tell. But um, hats off to an exactly. effort of putting this together. Done it again. Yeah. It does come with, you know, there's some caveats as there are with any new thing. Um, the uh, judging panel, uh, I don't know how they're doing that. I'm, I'm guessing that uh, there's short notice between now or wherever they're going to announce the judges. Yeah, they're going to have to, you know. So that may cause some issues with them. Well, we'll see. We'll see. That's it. But there's some judges that will already have assignments yeah. booked. And they're going to have to get moved or changed. I'm, I, I, I bet you most clubs will be very accommodating, though. But it's going to, because the judges aren't allowed to tell why they're moving their assignments. So it's it may cause a riff here and there. But I think overall, dog people will understand because... It's common sense. They're going to figure it out. <laughs> I hate and, to say you know, they're going to figure it out. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And in, in most cases, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to tell why, but I guess they'll figure it out. And you would hope that most of them would be accommodating, even though you can't. The dilemma, of course, you can't tell them why, right? Yeah. Um, because the panel's held, uh, well, traditionally, it hasn't been anyway. I don't even know when it's being posted. I don't know. I don't know when it's being announced. So yeah. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's wheels turning right now. You know, yeah. things are working right now. And travel plans, you know, it's all in my mailbox. Very back. That's right. It's all, <laughs> it's all relative. Uh I still get my mail. Moss Bo, I love you, but change my address. Um move. Uh, I've sent plenty notices in. And uh, so I get mail a week late um, at my house because it goes to the old address from the superintendents. It's okay. The AKC's website's got it right, but the superintendents have their own database, I guess. I just have to call them all, I guess. And and, and I know it's it's a bit of a pain, but we 
the way the internet is now, I, like I haven't even looked at a schedule for this weekend, except I looked for it on my phone this morning before I called you. Well, I have, I'm judging today, as I said, I had to print out my uh, judging program this morning to see what I'm doing, where I'm going. They did mail me my premium, my judging program and whatever else, but it went to my old address. Um, so I don't, I guess I can go knock on Bill and Ruth Ann's door and ask if they got my mailing in. <laughs> They're really nice folks. <laughs> I don't mind the visit, but uh, yeah, we'll get that sorted out. Other than that, Will, how do you deal with this? I have a really, really bad back today. I've had it all week. I've tried everything. Yeah. Um, and I am in agony. First of all, the good news is I've got one ground breed and they're pointers. Um, you can see them without rub, getting your doing a deep body massage in their hair. And the rest I have table breeds. So that'll be, and yeah. Springer, and Springer folks, bring a, get ready for your ramp. Um, you're afraid that I've had lots of back issues over the years. I'm afraid the issue you're going to end up having is at the beginning, because then once you get rolling, your yeah. adrenaline's going to kick in and your mind's going to kick in and you're just going to do it. Right. And at the end of the day, when you sit down again, that's going to be rough. Yeah. yeah I got to do it again tomorrow. Yeah. And you can't take, I don't like taking any kind of pain meds for anything. No, because um, God knows what you're going to judge. And is that a heifer? <laughs> <laughs> you start critiquing the middle of the ring. Yeah. Well, that heifer didn't have this as robust movement as the one behind her. <laughs> that sheep doesn't have any hair. <laughs> Just a bunch of this woolly coat. I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, that could be fun. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I'll get through it. It's not a, they've spread my assignment over two days, so it's reasonable entry. So I'm uh, hoping the adrenaline works. Well, hopefully adrenaline. if I drop my pen, someone's going to have to come pick it up. I can tell you that. Cheryl had to bring my um, computer down to my office. Somebody's knocking at the door. Somebody's, Somebody's ringing a bell. Somebody. <laughs> there was a little blurb there, folks. He's mocking me right now because we had to pause because there was a knock on my door. <laughs> we just want to make sure the 75th episode is as spontaneous as the previous 74. Show yeah. about nothing. <laughs> yeah, show about nothing. So we had to pause there, so we'll get answered the door. Um, I'm glad it was it wasn't uh, you know the electric company turning off your internet. Or something. It was Doc's wife, Gloria. Ah, see, yeah. Doc yeah. is always involved in the podcast, <laughs> edit or interruption. So, thank you very much, Doc. Anyway, uh, we we're just talking about my maladies. No one wants to hear about that. So, what about your maladies, Will? Oh, my maladies. What maladies do I have? I, I don't think I can talk about them. <laughs> you know, it's a thing that we really, it's a, it's a thing that we joke about in the sport, but do you know anyone that's done this long enough that doesn't have bad knees, hips, or a back? Well, and I'll get, I'll be walking along somewhere and I think I'm doing just fine. And someone will say, why are you limping? And I'm, I'm not limping. <laughs> I guess I am. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna be all bent over. Well, anyway, I need to go get a heating pad on me, and I need to get, I need to take my uh, Tylenol, which I even hate to take, and uh, maybe some WD-40. I'll just WD-40. Yeah, yeah. That actually might be a, you know, you drill a hole in there, 
all scored each side. It'd be great. Anyway, get some Ben Gay um, on there. Well, I have these lidocaine patches. They still make Ben Gay. They probably do. You smell like you're on fire, but you could chase all the dogs. <laughs> but they make biofreeze. I can rub a little of that. Yeah. And everyone's going to have their, um, oh, this is what you do, this is what you do. And you can do all of them. And, and I do. And I don't know. Maybe it would be worse if I didn't, but it doesn't cure a thing. It's funny. Patty and I were talking this week, and we were saying that like, we were tired of being as old as old people. <laughs> you know, I, I said to her, I said, yeah, I hate waking up in the middle of the night rolling over and seeing it's only 11 o'clock. <laughs> it's true. I went to bed early last night and I got up and uh, Cheryl was out, out um, getting the dogs going, feeding them some breakfast. And I had to go, Cheryl, come help me. I had it. Do my luck. Haley is a physical has a doctorate in physical therapy. So she's taught us how to roll and do all these things. Well, that's nice, but if your covers are wrapped around you, you can't roll anywhere. So Cheryl had that's old people, Will. That's yeah. old. Yeah. My friend who is actually old um is just left for Florida. And he's down there and uh he tells me the difference between our age group, meaning you and well the window between you and I and in, in that general area. We talk about our body parts. When you get as old as him and move to the villages, it's about your pills. How many pills? Did you take your pills, Gloria? How many? I take 13 pills now. My doctor, he just keeps giving me pills, pills, pills. And they take it, but I don't take that. You take, I wouldn't take that for the life of me. No. You know, I have, I have, I call, I have a strip of pills. Like one of those little boxes to have that. And I call them my old man pills. Yeah, there you go. They're my old man pills. I hope I didn't forget to take my old man pills. Yeah. But Clint Eastwood's advice is don't let the old man in. He's not coming in my house, Will. Yeah. Not yeah. coming in this body. He might not he might have had a little in uh he might have snuck into my back today yeah. only. I'm no kicking him out. Will. Sneaks in, you know, but and and I, I'm serious about this. Um I've been walking uh five to seven miles every day with this new puppy. And um, because I need the exercise, she needs the exercise and all as well. I'm probably guessing that wasn't my best move because I was <laughs> I was in pain. But the walking seemed to alleviate a little bit. Well, uh, when you're up and going, they until I stopped. <laughs> yeah, because if, if you're not used to it, it's like it's like me sitting here at my desk and the Maple Leaf saying, well, you're in the net tonight. Okay, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. And you do it, then the next day you're... <laughs> That's true. Well, let's hope I do better than a Leafs goalie today. All right. Bada boom. Right. Uh, <laughs> hey, we can do so lots of hockey talk. We can do our next show on hockey. Oh, yeah. Got lots of news going on. Lots going on. Man, this yeah. Mitch Miller thing and a bunch of others. All right. Peace be with you, brothers and sisters. Once again, it's been our pleasure to uh, keep you company and wherever you're going. I hope you learned one thing and laughed at two things. Uh, 75th episode. It's hard to believe for the hundredth. Oh, that to... is hard to believe. Yeah. For the hundredth. Well, we got to do something big, buddy. Have to bring in a brass section. We got to. Oh, exactly. I see. We get, and... uh, I'll call Bono and see it. Not Sonny Bono. Bono and see if he'll come in and yeah. get a yeah. spot or something for I think, us. I think he'd probably want to do that. Van Morrison, yeah. I think he'd be. He's Canadian. We got, to, <laughs> we got to bring the Canadians in. You know, they deserve it. Heck, we've, you know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. There's a band. There's a band, a very famous band up here called Blue Rodeo. Jim Cuddy is, a, is yeah. the lead. And he is. Uh, the 
cousin of Cheyenne Polly, who bred Piper there, I said over my left shoulder. <laughs> no. Well, last night, Cheyenne came here and picked up a puppy from Jill, and I got a photo this morning of Jim Cuddy cuddling the puppy. Oh, yes. you know, Will, it's a small world, but I wouldn't want to paint it. <laughs> Over and out. <laughs> Boom. All right, guys, stay safe out there, and uh, we'll see you down the road. Party on, Barry. I'm born no way. Better be paying attention, Doc. Give me grace. Thanks, bury my sins. <laughs> <Shattered> <laughs> Ernie, and use this in the blooper reel. That's right. We love you, isn't that unbelievable though put that in doc and i want to see it on a blooper anywhere